Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host, the AD at uh, Muskego, Ryan McMillan. Hey, Ryan, and I didn't get a chance to bring you in a whole lot with these guys from Cedarburg, but how impressive were these four captains? Oh, it was entertaining. They had, uh, they got a lot of spunk, and uh, um, you know, there's just a genuine uh, love for what they're doing and where they are right now. And I think uh, attributing that to all the, you know, what we talked about way back in in August about the mental health and all that stuff. Thank God these kids are around each other and are able to play right now and, and keep doing what they're doing because they're loving every minute of it. Yeah, there's no doubt. Hey, our next guest, and I know that you spent a number of years at Oconomowoc High School, and, and she's a proud um, senior at Oconomowoc High School. And I got a chance to talk to her a couple of times, and it's, it, it will be fun to talk to our superhero of the week. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. So this is just, it, it is, it's getting to be one of my favorite segments. And I know Ryan and I talk about it a lot and he feels the same way. And today we get a chance to highlight, promote and celebrate Ann Wachowiak from Oconomowoc High School. Anna, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I Let me just read a few things, Anna, and then I'm going to ask you about him. A 4.16 GPA, National Honor Society, Math Honor Society, Spanish Honor Society, two-year captain on the lacrosse team, a youth rep on the in her church on their council. Um, she, this is pretty cool was a scholar athlete her freshman sophomore junior year and should get in obviously this year as well 
and will get that four-year plaque of being a scholar athlete for all four years. She was part of a group that um, they delivered food to, to the Hope House in Milwaukee. She was part of student council raising money for cancer patients. She is a really busy human being and loves all of the things that she's doing. Anna, let me, before we start talking about some of the things you do, your motivation for, for being such a good student and student athlete and this, this servant leadership heart that you have, can I ask where that came from? Yeah, yeah, of course. So my motivation for my grades would be that I don't know exactly where I want to go with what I want to do in life, and I want to have the opportunities for myself. So by having those grades up and by doing all of this, um, I have that good image of myself for other people to see, and it opens a lot of doors so that I can go um, in multiple different paths. And then I would say my motivation for all my service work and just being involved in a lot of things is the perspective I can have on life. I never want to be in that, like, set mindset of, like, this is my bubble. This is, like, the only things that happens in the world. And I want to continue to, um, like, further my perspective on a lot of things and make sure that my opinions and my views are backed up um, by the experiences that I have and other people's experiences. Boy. Yeah, you know what, and and good for you because, you know, understand that that especially at your age, Anna, that most most kids, and and, and not to say all, but most kids only think of that postage stamp of their world, and they yeah. don't look at kids in other neighborhoods or kids in in different um, parts of of the country or the world for that matter, and don't really pay much mind about how they're living and what they're doing and the fact that your answer was look I don't want to be stuck in this bubble I I know there's more out there than what I see and and good for you hey um do you have a feeling on what you're going to do next year do you know where you want to go to school have you made any kind of decisions with that yet I mean, I've picked out a few schools that I would like to apply to for sure, but I don't know exactly. I have to look more into, like, where. Um, And I have an idea of what I want to major in just because I love travel so much. I was thinking about the hospitality hospitality business just because then that could provide for, like, a job with a lot of travel. But I'm not – I don't have a set thing yet. No, and you don't need to. And as I told one of the captains from Cedarburg – that he could change his mind three times before we hung up the phone with him. And <laughs> and that that's the same for you. Hey, Ryan, can you imagine um, Anna being a senior at Oconomowoc with that kind of grade point and all the things that she is either doing or has done, and she's had time to think about, look, I really do enjoy travel. How can I now get into something for my life's work that involves travel? And she's you know, 17, 18 years old, thinking that that far ahead already, Ryan. Uh, it just shows she has a great perspective already on life, and she's continuing to try to build that perspective. And it's it's cool to hear people say they want to get out of uh, Lake Country and go serve people in other areas. And as you know, Mike, hospitality is all about serving people and and, and making them feel special and, and taking care of folks and, and, and giving them the experience that they hope to have. And I think... Uh, her being able to do that is just phenomenal, and, and I wish her nothing but the best and, and hope all goes well. You know, 
um, Anna, when when we started talking and you said, look, we we've done this with the student council, we've raised money um, yeah. for cancer patients, and then we, we did the sandwich making stuff to deliver food to the Hope House in Milwaukee. There are a lot of people in in your school and neighborhood that don't know anything about the Hope House in Milwaukee. I do. I've lived in Milwaukee my whole life, and the fact that that you know that was part of what your mission was. And it's almost a ministry, I think, for you to give back and, and, and serve people. So I think yeah. that that's really impressive. And your family and the people at your church must be really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's good, right? How, what kind of sandwiches did you make, by the way? <laughs> so what we did is we set up like a line of a bunch of tables. We made a list and we had everybody bring in bread, meat, or cheese. And then we had probably, I'd say... 40 kids, maybe, I don't know, I'm not good with estimating stuff, around 40 kids building the sandwiches. So it was just the bread, cheese, and um, ham or turkey. And then they put them in a plastic bag, and I don't know the exact number, but I know we dropped off quite a few sandwiches over in Milwaukee. And it was even cool to go in and see, um, just talk to the people there, and they were all so friendly or whatever, and drop off the food for them. Man, good for you. Hey, before we let you go, one thing I didn't talk about um, as a sophomore, you were selected to go to the Wisconsin Leadership Seminar. Yeah. And then, and you attended the Wisconsin School Council Leadership Camp since eighth grade. Can you talk a little bit about what the Wisconsin Leadership Seminar and, and how you got selected for that? Yeah. So um, that's like a one student from every high school in Wisconsin is like selected each year. And it's normally a sophomore. And I got a call one day from my counselor. She's also my student council advisor. Um, and she has always pushed me forward and helped me grow with my leadership. And she was like, hey, we have this opportunity to send one sophomore um, this summer. And I've been talking with Mr. Curtis, and I, we really think you would be a good fit. And so I got to go. And that was actually um, one of the things that pushed me to – decide that I always want to keep furthering my perspectives just because it was one high schooler from every school in Wisconsin. Like you don't realize the diversity in Wisconsin or I didn't at least. And so to meet all these different people and like that really opened my eyes getting out of the, the bubble of just my town or whatever um, to see the different perspectives and the views. And that actually pushed me to say, I always want to be making sure I'm experiencing different things and knowing other people's experiences. I don't know if you can hear me clapping, Miss Anna, but that's that's me because you know what? I'm an old grandfather of four that I would I'm yeah. just telling you if if, you know, your family is listening right now, um, I, I hope they're as proud of you as I feel of you. The, the <laughs> fact that you you just seem well beyond your years and Colonel Electric is so happy to be able to highlight, promote and celebrate you and what you do out in your community for your school. And they will they will send something out your way. In fact, uh, Ray Hoffman, who I work with for Kern Electric, he, look, that company allows us to do this segment, and uh, they allow us to, to, to celebrate you and all the things that, that you do. He lives in Oconomowoc. So yeah. I'll, I, he may just drop off an envelope <laughs> when they're sending T-shirts out and things like that. And uh, I know that because I had this conversation with him, He's really proud of you, and he's proud of the fact that you're from Oconomowoc. His girls yeah, go to Oconomowoc awesome. High School, 
and I think it's awesome. So, Animal Koyak, thank you. Go to the Kern Electric Facebook page. If you want to read more about Anna, we have a beautiful picture of her that's going to go up, and uh, we celebrate her as our Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. Anna, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You bet. Well done. Really proud of you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Phil Ertle is going to join us. We're going to get back talking some playoff football. And we're going to have a special guest later in the show. Hey, Ryan, we and, and I'm going to throw this at you, but uh, 10-year-old Keegan Bonner, my oldest grandson, scored his first touchdown today, about a 75-yard pass that he took to the house. And I just texted my daughter and said, hey, when he gets in the car, we got to have that boy on the air. So we'll have uh, <laughs> we'll have Keegan Bonner on a little bit later. And I went and watched. She sent me, uh, she was filming it, sent me the tape. And I completely, thank goodness it was during a break, Ryan. I completely lost Mitch. I couldn't hear him. He could hear me. I don't care. I got to watch this touchdown. It was Awesome. Other side of the break, Phil Ertle will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. I am Mike McGivern. Co-host is Ryan McMillan, the Athletic Director at Muskego. Hey, Ryan, you know, you will kind of want people got to be pretty proud of, of Anna and some of the things that she had to say and some of the things that she does. Oh, no doubt. I mean, wow, what, a, what an impressive young lady and how she articulated uh, her why, if you will. I mean, she is she's locked in and she sees the bigger picture and and so many kids out of the lake country area have a really uh nice home life and home you know style of upbringing and everything and a lot of times they don't want to leave and it's it's really refreshing to see a young lady passionate and driven like her to want to get out of this area that uh, may have some advantages that other people don't have and go help others and explore and learn and and give back and and who knows where she'll end up but something tells me she'll uh she'll make it big she'll make you know the one thing we even get into and she's really proud to be the two-year captain on their girls lacrosse team and we didn't didn't have time be because look that's it that is that's important she was really proud of that but man when you're doing some of the things that she's doing i i just thought boy we got to talk about some of these other things and and uh I know that super that that Kern Electric is really proud of of Anna and the stuff that she's doing and and again want to thank our friends at Kern Electric for allowing us to do that along with our our friends at Pick and Save who have been with us almost since day one, you know and they recognize what makes the fact, someone oh, and they recognize the fact that we want to honor our Pick and Save student athletes of the week and I get a chance to go out and meet them so it's uh it's yeah. really cool. Hey, so this, with what's going on in our world right now, Ryan, you know, I don't like change much. I have been holding hands with the same girl since the day after I graduated from high school, which is a zillion years ago. We bought one house, Ryan. We live in the same house in Milwaukee that we bought. It's the only house we've ever owned. We don't like change, neither one of us. So this, what's going on in our world right now has, has been difficult for me. But when you're Phil Ertle, Man, so you're dealing with, 
you know, being the superintendent of Wauteau School District, while all the all the changes that all of us are kind of going through, and then add on some of the things that have been happening in Wauwatosa, man, oh man, I don't know how this guy is even standing upright, but he he said, "I'll join you. I'll talk about it." Hey, Phil, how you doing today? Good morning, going well. Yeah, is it? Yeah, are you sleeping okay, pal? You got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Man, I I have to tell you that I, you know, I live right right near Wauwatosa, and I had a helicopter over my house for four hours the first night. All that stuff was going down, and I started thinking about you and the decisions that you were going to have to make, and I, I'm wondering how difficult a time those three, four, five, six days were. Those are challenging. Um, you know, we sit and. For, for me, it's really about our kids and, you know, through the lens of what do we do to protect our kids and help our kids and educate our kids with all the different things that are going on and trying to protect them, protect our staff, um, making sure they're all in a good place and we can we can do our best with school. I think there's, you know, sometimes schools not just math and uh, all the academic subjects. There's, there's opportunities there where we can work with our kids too, but... Yeah, there's uh, it's interesting times. Hey, Phil, let me before we get into the football side, and Ryan and I have had this conversation a lot, and I'd like to get your opinion on it. Um, I work out at the Nine Round in Wauwatosa, and there's a woman there that works at a psychiatric hospital in Wauwatosa, and, and it was probably, I don't know, April, May, June-ish, and then again, maybe a little bit later, I said, hey, how, how this whole thing going on, what has it done to you and your business? And she said, Mike, I've never been busier. And she said, look, I don't care where you stand politically, but what I do for a living, I, I, it's, it's so imperative that we get our kids back to school. We get them back somehow, you know, getting around their friends, getting around, being taught, you know, getting out, being active. She said, I am, I am seeing depression in kids um, by numbers like you cannot believe. And I'm wondering, as a superintendent in, in Tosa, does that feed into some of the decision process that you guys make? Sure, it does. I mean, the goal is you want, you want your kids back in school. I mean, we want to be able to, you know, everybody wants to get back to normal. Um, normal is not possible right now, so you try to take that next step. And what can you do safely to provide that experience for kids? Um, and, and then you try to look at, in other ways as well. I mean, through through sports and clubs and keeping keeping our students and our, our children engaged to the, the best that we can. It's um, you know, there's no playbook on, on how to work through a pandemic for school districts. So we're we're all trying to figure it out, but do it the best way we can. And there's there's reasons why different districts are approaching things differently. There's been a number of schools that are five days a week in person, and they're shutting down or they're continuing on. Um, there's a story in every district of how that goes, and ours is no different. We're fortunate that we have our kids coming in a couple of days a week and, and working asynchronously outside of that. Um, so far, it's it's been relatively successful. We've had a couple of plenty of quarantines, plenty of cases that we sit and deal with each pretty much every day right now. There's something that pops up that we're trying to address and dealing with the quarantines and um but, you know, we're so far, I think we've had two of our schools, we've had a close for a couple of weeks. Other than, that, other than that, we've been able to go, um, 
in the hybrid. Well, I you know the last two weeks our UW Credit Union Team of the Week was Wauwatosa East and Wauwatosa West, and it, it it was because these two you know Wauwatosa East is starting to play some pretty good football. Wauwatosa West is with your son and and guys out there um, playing really well. But it was difficult to find a day and a time that we could go out and give that trophy because of the stuff going on. Look, we can't practice today or we're not going to be able to play this week, stuff like that. And I just give you and and the people that, you know, are making decisions uh, for our kids in Wauwatosa a lot of credit. Phil, I really do, because I know you guys are working unbelievable hours. And when you said, look, it's the kids, that's our that's what we're focused on. How do we get these kids through this and we assist them and we make sure that, you know, we're giving them the experience that they need uh, to stay healthy mentally at the high school and grade school level. So, Phil, that part of it, thank you very much. Um, How are the how's your family doing? Obviously, that football wise, uh, Tosa West playing pretty well. Uh, Your older son is not playing right now, correct? First game is uh, a week from Tuesday, so they've been I think they're so-called fall camp kind of wrapped up this week and now it's their their normal week preparing for a Tuesday night game. He had a good year last year. He did all right. Not bad for a true freshman. Had some not bad. started not a couple bad. games and played, so it was yeah. fun. At at a really in a really good uh college football conference, I'll tell you that. Um hey, let's talk if we can and we may, if it's okay with you, hold you over for one more segment. I just thought it was important to let you know from outside of your bubble that there are people out here that, that have a ton of respect for you and, and the, the job that you guys are doing in, in Wauwatosa in that school uh, system. But if it's okay, can we hold you over for one more segment? I'd like to talk and bring Ryan McMillan in a little bit more regarding the playoffs and what the WIA is going to be doing with it? Sure. Excellent. Let's get to a break now, uh, Mitch, back at the station. And so we'll have a little extra time with Phil Ertle and Ryan McMillan as we talk a little bit more about the playoffs. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. So, Ryan, I know that we've had uh, some conversations on the WIA and the playoffs, and, and I know that Phil Ertel has some feelings on, on this as well. Um, wh- when do you think, Ryan, that, that they'll come out um, – and, and send guys like me exactly what this format and what they're they're planning on doing because I, I haven't seen it in writing that this is exactly how it's going to be. Well, based on uh, based on that that email that you touched on at the start of the the show, it sounds like middle of next week they're going to compile all of their survey data, and then I would guess that maybe by the end of next week, but for sure that following week they'll make a determination uh here's what here's what's going to happen and i think they almost have to in the next week or so get the information out because um teams are going to want to start preparing and are you going to do equipment hand in or are we playing two more weeks or 
or where we're going. So there's some logistical things behind it, but I think they're going to move fairly quickly once they get the once they get the survey responses back. Hey Phil, can I ask you your feeling on on what it looks like the WI is going to try to do with those last two weeks, and and uh, is this something that that you're for? Would you like to see some adjustments? And I don't know how open you can be, and I don't want to get anybody in trouble on this show, but wonder what your feeling is on all this. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble either, but, um, <laughs> you know, I think I, I think the WIA has been pretty consistent from the beginning of the season of seeing what they're going to be doing, not all the details and everything, because I think that had to be worked out and still does. But my understanding is it's the top 224 teams, divided in divisions and then potted off into groups of, uh, of four teams and competitively matched up. And those four teams will have an opportunity to play a couple more games. Um, hey, you know, I, I think it's important to just kind of, you know, when you get into these conversations and there's people that think there should be the state championship and, you know, work this thing down or take the top four like they did in the seventies and all these different ideas. And ultimately I think it's, a good idea to just step back and say, you know what, it, it's, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And let's at some point just kind of agree to be happy with anything we can get for our kids to participate. And if they get a chance to participate for two additional weeks, more power to them. And, um, you know, there, there's so many things that we want kids to gain from it and not necessarily a big old trophy. So, um, you know, being competitive each week and, and putting it out there, I think there's a lot to be gained from that. No doubt. And and I agree with, with part of that. You know, it's hard because I'm 100% Irish, so I'm never happy with anything. And that how the, that is, Phil, and I question things. But, I look, I give the WI a lot of credit um, trying to figure this out and how they're going to do it. The one part that, that I still struggle with is, look, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so couldn't we for one year say, okay, maybe we can – um, go past the first day of deer hunting season. If we wanted, if we could do that, um, I, I'm not sure if they've never been able, we've never been able to crack that door even a little bit because it's always been a non-starter. And I'm wondering, we probably should get Wade LeBecky on to have that conversation, but this would be the year if they could just crack it a little bit to at least have the conversation. Um, but but I, from my understanding, they won't do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that deer hunting is the driver of it. I think it's more um, trying to regionalize everything and trying to keep. I mean, really stay safe. And you know, it's easy to to get out on a football field and you have your kids playing and you're, it, it feels normal. But it's pretty easy when teams get one case and all of a sudden they're down. And then you know, we don't want community spread out of out of sports teams and things like that. And, and bringing fans from all over. There's risk. I mean, every, everything we do right now, you're, you're taking some risk. And I think the whole thing, you know, my, like my job, everything I do is about trying to limit the risk and how much risk are people willing to take, how much should they take, what are the experts saying. Um, uh, you know, I think your key point is it will probably be a, a debate of um, everybody doesn't agree. You know, I think right now I don't know that you can get anybody to – a handful of people to agree on anything right now. And I think when it comes down to this, I don't know if you're going to ever get people to agree whether you go one way or the other. And um, I think the focus is trying to provide an environment where kids can be competitive, play games, and, and still keep everything as safe as you possibly can. You're still taking some risk, but, um, you know, you try to 
mitigate risk and figure out how much risk you're willing to take. Hey, Ryan, did you get a chance to take a look at um, the article that that, uh, that Todd from the WI sent out regarding, um, you know, the, with high school sports going on, that there has not been, at least they, they can't see that there's been any kind of spike because of it. Did you read that article? Yeah, I read the uh, the cliff notes of it. I didn't read all the specifics, but uh, essentially the, the main key stat out of that whole article was high school sports are not increasing um, the spread from ages 14 to 17, I believe is what it was stated. It's Correct. it's uh, it's not stopping the spread, obviously, because nothing's really stopping the spread, but um, it's not enhancing the spread, and therefore it's it's just like uh, the rest of society within that age group that um, when all these coaches, as Phil alluded to, are, are taking certain um, steps to mitigate risk and do those things that uh, the sports are are not contributing to an exponential spread, which everyone's trying to, um, you know, protect our healthcare system and prevent as best we can. No doubt. Hey, Phil, when when the decision to to play in the fall for uh, Wauwatosa East and Wauwatosa West, was that a difficult decision for you guys there? Was that made by the schools themselves? Did you have a hand in, in making that decision not to say, okay, let's sit it out and play in the spring? Yeah, we, we had some discussion, and pretty much everybody felt like we should we should give it a shot and try it, and got a lot of support to do that. Parents um, had the opportunity and, and students to pull out and we had a couple of situations but generally speaking um, you know I think explaining the risk mitigation that we were doing and people generally supported it so um, I I don't you know for me personally I don't think it was a a difficult thing to support that because I believe strongly in in doing that and if you have coaches and the adults that are working with the kids and they're willing to put themselves out and take those risks um, it makes it a little bit easier and most of not, well, I shouldn't say most. All of our coaches that have been out there are, are, have been more than willing to do it to provide the opportunity for our kids. Boy, that's that's awesome. Hey, um, Ryan, with with Phil on with us and, and what he talked about as far as the WIA and and getting this together, um, do you agree with, with with Phil on a lot of stuff that he just talked about? I agree wholeheartedly with Phil about providing the opportunity. Um, four kids to play and if it's two weeks then like i said at the start of the show you know we'll count our blessings and and thank goodness we've been able to do it because i know there's others that haven't and and at the end of the day that's what it's about is connecting kids the hard part as an athletic director where and i know phil does as well being the ultimate superintendent he's got it even exponentially greater than i do but you know we answer to all the sports and i i'm concerned our our football folks are going to start to ask the question you know, when we start talking, is is this our culminating event? And if it is, again, if they pair it right, Mike, I think this thing will be great. But there's re- they're really going to have to do some due diligence to make sure they they get teams in the appropriate pairings. And then it's going to feel like a culminating event where you have a semifinal state championship esque uh, environment. But you know, I'm I'm going down the Lake Geneva later today to watch the uh, girls tennis team. Uh, state tournament we had a state champion and individual singles all culminating from the whole state of wisconsin down at lake geneva 
last week we got girls tennis and or girls volleyball and soccer and cross country all going today as well um you know so it it, it i hope if we get to the right spot it, it could be very very successful it's just uh hopefully we'll get there and if not people are going to be wondering why did football get get uh, cut out of the terminate type bracket if you will when all the other sports got to do it as well so that that's the only question that i have to navigate from from my end but what phil said about you know getting kids an opportunity absolutely 110 percent hey guys and i don't know if either one of you can answer this but will they with what i'm reading will they not determine will it not matter if somebody's um you know division two division three as we we normally um, and historically would look at schools, would, would, would they take a Whitefish Bay who right now is ranked number one division three and put them in with Muskego and Franklin if that's what made sense? I don't believe so. I think what my understanding is it's normal playoff criteria will be used for, for okay. placement of divisions and things like that. Okay, because the tough part then, Phil, is you're going to get, you know, when you when you get to the lower, divi- you know, Division 7, 6, and 5, and even a little bit in 4, if you're going to try to find the four best teams from this area in Division 5, and I've used this uh, a couple of times, but Lake Country Lutheran and probably Lakeside Lutheran would be two of those top four teams because nobody's playing in Madison, so they'll take Lakeside from Lake Mills down to this area. But then you're going to get, I, I don't know, everybody else is nowhere near us. So then you're going to take two teams that might have a, you know, a, a sub 500 or even less than that. You know, it might be two wins, but they're, they would be considered the top four teams in Division 5. And so you're almost getting back to what some first, you know, level one games are like when, when we're doing it. And I don't think anybody wants that. Well, I, I would just say it's, I mean, similar to this week. We wouldn't, you know, Wauwatosa West normally wouldn't go take on Franklin. But we lost the game. They lost the game. Let's partner up, give the opportunity for a game. That's how I look at it. And, you know, if if I'm Muskego and I'm undefeated and, you know, the, the thought of a state championship, I can understand how people are going to, you know, sure. look at it differently as you're going into it. But, you know, I, I step back and just say, who cares? As long as we get another opportunity and the kids get another opportunity to go out there and compete, you know, I think right now teams are, if you look at some of the matchups across the state of Wisconsin right now that have occurred this year, I think it's it's pretty neat and some pretty competitive games that you wouldn't think normally would have been competitive and never probably would have had that opportunity to play. So, I, you know, that's kind of how, where I land on it. Well, I hate, um, Phil, I Two reasons I want to have you on. One, to get your, your insight into a lot of this. And two, just to say, you know what, take a breath. I can't wait for you to be able to take a breath and maybe get out of town for a weekend and, and take your family or take your wife. And, and uh, I would be willing to pitch in to buy your first beer or your first dinner when you can just go and take a breath and go, okay, we made it through this thing. I don't know how you, you keep going, but you do. And, and uh, thank you for all the, the hard work that you and the people in Wauwatosa are, are going through and the toughness that you guys are showing right now. So thank you for that. You bet. Thank you, and thank you for everything you do for high school sports. You bet. He's Phil Ertle.
Um, and, and, you know, Ryan and I have gone back and forth, and Ryan said, let's get Phil on because he, uh, he sees things extremely clearly, and, and I've had him on a number of times, and, and he's always been very kind with, with his time. Hey, Ryan, I sent you that little video, man. Keegan Bonner took off for the house, didn't he? He looked fast, Mike. He looked real fast. Does that remind <laughs> you of his grandfather at all, or what? <laughs> uh, clearly, the genetic line is there. <laughs> Irish speed, clearly, baby. Clearly, you know what? I, that's how I was when the nuns were chasing me back in back in grade school. I would, that's how fast I ran with Sister Jenna Rose and Sister Margaret Mary used to chase me. We're gonna try to get a hold of him. You and I got a few things to talk about with some games next week. Um, and our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and we're not going to have a chance to get Coach Krause on. But, man, um, I will give him a call later today or tomorrow. We're going to head out to the Muskego High School and, and hand off this beautiful trophy. Um, Muskego High School football, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And I want to thank, uh, you know, everybody out at Muskego. They've... Uh, you know, they a lot of guys listen to the show because I get a lot of messages from you, Muskego boys. But um, we're looking forward to having them and naming uh, Muskego football our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And we'll have a little more talk about that and hopefully get a hold of uh, my grandson scored his first touchdown today for Brookfield East. And it was about a 70-yard, I think a 70-yard uh, catch and run. So we'll try to get a hold of 10-year-old Keegan Bonner on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I am Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host, kind of. He's the AD at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. So, Ryan, I sent you the uh, the clip of uh, that wide receiver from Brookfield East Junior Spartan team, Keegan Bonner. And we both had, we both said, man, he, he's fast like his grandfather. Absolutely. He's fast, <laughs> faster than could be. He broke away, and there was the McGivern dust behind him. Yeah, I can tell you, he must have gotten that from my side, because from the Bonner side, I don't know. We'll have that conversation. We are now joined by wide receiver for the Brookfield East Junior Spartans. Scored his first touchdown today, 10-year-old Keegan Bonner. Keegan, how you doing today? Good. Keegan, I, that was a heck of a catch and run. Congratulations. How'd that feel? It felt good. You know, um, I, when I watched your, your, your run, it reminded me of how fast I am and how many times I've whooped you in a race. Actually, it's the bonnies that are fast. Oh, really, really, Keegan? Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I know your daddy said that. His uh, his dad is John Bonner, and in fact, you may John coached uh, high school football for a long time. He's now coaching fifth grade with Rex Holtz over at uh, at Brookfield East and the Junior Spartan program. And I I was at Keegan's game when they played McGuanico. And he had a big catch, fourth and six, and I thought he was going to take that one to the house, but he got caught, and I was surprised because Keegan's extremely fast. But one kid on the McGuanago team caught him, but nobody caught you today, did they, Keegan? Nope. Hey, so um, did you know when in the huddle or when they called out the play and you looked down at your, your wristband, did you know that the ball was coming your way? Uh, he 
the quarterback just yelled, uh, Spartan, and then I uh, knew that it was coming right to me. Man. Well, and watching, once you took off, there was nobody going to catch you this time. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you guys win today? Yeah, 30 to 14. Man, well done. Congratulations. I am really proud of you, Keegan. I, I just, you know, when your mom sent that video, I can't stop watching this one now. So congratulations. Keep up the good work. I can't wait to see you. I'll give you a hug. And if you want to race down the block for five bucks, let me know. I'll take some of that Bonner money. No, you won't. <laughs> no, I won't. He's right. I will not. He is Keegan Bonner. And uh, he is my oldest grandson, and I'm so proud of him right now. I wish he was here so I could give him a hug. Keegan, keep up the good work, young man. All right. All right, I'll see you later. Okay, bye bye. Man, Ryan McMillan, I'll tell you what. I had a guy in Faith in Zone say, hey, had I known how cool it was to be a grandfather, I would skip the parenthood thing altogether? I don't know about that. Because I sure love Katie and I sure love Matthew. But these grandsons have a special place in my heart, man. That's for sure. Oh, I believe it. I uh, I can only imagine. And someday I'll be there, but hopefully not for a long time. And uh, um, I uh, I can only... It's got to it's gotta pull at your heartstrings a little bit, knowing as a grandfather you're working every Saturday and you can't get out there and see that in person, but at least, thank goodness for technology, they get, uh, they get the video to you and you're able to bring them in on the show, and that's really cool for your family. Yeah, it, it really is, and it's hard because we have three playing, two of them playing in Upward, um, Logan and Beckett, and Logan, who is the middle child, and, and he's, you know, he's a kid that... I didn't realize he, he's playing quarterback and upward and some of the throws and touchdowns that he's caught in upward has been incredible. And the six-year-old Beckett, I wasn't there last week because I was working, but he threw a touchdown. So when I saw him, I said, what are you, Tom Brady? Can I get your autograph? He goes, no. Uh-uh. And he just walked away and I just started laughing. So they, look, they love playing this stuff and, and Keegan's a really good basketball player. Uh, for the Brookfield East Junior Spartans as well, and and Logan's starting to get into basketball, and he's he loves baseball, and you know my son-in-law John spends a lot of time with with these boys, and and I have a lot of respect for my son-in-law. We we won in in that in that game of boy, you hope your your daughter marries a good man, you hope your son marries a good, you know, good nice woman, and we we won in that sweepstakes. You know, John Bonner and Kiara McGivern, who is my son's wife, um, you know, we are just so blessed to have them part of our family. So, hey, man, what a good show this was. It, it was uh, it goes by really quick. I'm I, I'm telling you, the Cedarburg kids were phenomenal. I, I'm a fan of Brian Lierre's and I, it's so good to have them back, you know, winning a lot of football games. And, and that that community of Cedarburg really loves their their high school football and they support him a ton. And those those four uh, captains were fun to talk to. And Anna from, from Oconomowoc and Phil Ertle. And, man, we, we covered a lot of ground today, Ryan. Yeah, there's no doubt that young lady was phenomenal. The four kids and, and Coach Lear obviously have a, a close-knit bond and were, were great. And, and, and Phil Ertle has a phenomenal outlook and perspective and, and kudos to him to giving up some of his time being a superintendent and sitting on the board of control for the WIA and 
and to come in and just tell it like it is and be straight yes. and honest about it but also you know know that he's got the best interest of kids in his heart and and he's doing everything he can and it, it, there's no doubt it's a grind right now in public school education to to answer to all the the pressures that are out there but you know kudos to him for coming on the show and giving us a little bit of time and, and helping us better understand the the lay of the land hey you know i'm uh, i'm going to try to reach out the other team that um and I, we only got about 20 seconds left the other team that's making a lot of noise right now is burlington and I, I'm going to reach out to Steve Tenhag and see if maybe next week we can't have Steve and, and some of his captains from Burlington join us because, boy, they're playing well right now. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He likes to throw the rock around, too, so it could be entertaining. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And I'll tell you what, off the, off the air, he could give us some Tony Romo stories. We won't ask him on the air. He is Ryan McMillan. Thank you so much. Mitch, back to the studio. Thank you. Appreciate you listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on AM 1250, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.